Welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination. Welcome to another episode of Living with a Disability, No Big Deal podcast. My name is Brad Gabrielson. Our guest today is Greg Mark. Today we're going to be talking about disability terms. How are you, Greg? Well, hey, I'm great. Great day to be be alive. It's uh, high 80s. It's summer here and whatnot. So a uh, good day to be enjoying some sunshine outside. If, uh, if you folks can get out, it's a wonderful day. I don't know what it's like in Ireland or uh, New Zealand or some of the other areas that are that are listening out there. But for you folks listening out there, greetings, greetings. It's a beautiful day. And uh, Brad, it sounds like, uh, Brad, you're getting a new roof. Uh, you had some kind of a, a, a terrible, terrible uh, storm, some kind of a natural disaster almost. Why don't you tell the people about what happened? Well, the other night about a... A little over a week ago, um, we have a, a windstorm and rain and hail, and now they say I need a new roof. So the insurance guy climbed up there today, and it was a little windy. I was kind of worried about him, but everything came out okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some roof roof work, work done. So that's a that's a good thing. So what you're saying is hail. Now, a lot of people don't know what hail is, but hail basically is frozen rain that can be the size of a marble or the size of a softball. And so it can do a lot of damage. It can break windows. It can you know, knock you out. It's, I think it's killed people, but it, uh, it damages the roof, the shingles. And so, uh, so were you outside at the time, Brad, of the uh, hailstorm? No, I was I was in bed. It was late. It was late at night uh, during the night, and uh, you know I saw a lot of lightning. We had a nice white storm, you know, lightning storm. You it lit up the whole room. I know that. Is that right? You're not. Are you scared of the the lightning and the and the thunder, Brad? Or well, you know, with the that storm they were talking about possible uh, tornadoes, and I didn't. I don't like tornadoes because, you know, once they're laying down, I'm, I'm kind of screwed because I can't move once I'm in bed, you know. I mean, I can get up and get in my chair and, and get out the door in a hurry, so. Well, and if you were taken and uh, removed by a tornado and deposited uh, in someone's yard, it certainly would be a shock uh, when they found you. Uh, we know that, so... Um, Good thing there was no tornadic activity, and you are indeed safe and sound. Uh, yes. Did Tank, uh, your loyal companion Tank, the bull mastiff companion of yours, uh, did he come out okay, or how does he do during these, uh, uh, these he, events? He gets a little closer to me than normal. He, he gets almost right on top of me. And he likes to bury his nose under the covers, and he gets a little, he gets a little, uh, little edgy. 
do I, Gene? Yeah. All right. So he kind of does know it's a storm that's out there then. Oh, sure. And you said it was 88 degrees apart. It was 93 here in Jamestown, North Dakota. Wow. That's about 37 degrees Celsius, folks. And we're talking about some heat in this part of the uh, United States. Although it's it's been hot everywhere. There are, uh, I think they said, like, I don't know, quite a number of states where there were extreme heat warnings where, you know, you could risk uh, damage or, or harm or, or even death in some of these places that, you know, if you don't have air conditioning, it can get tough. Yep. I got my air conditioners on. I know the electricity bill is going to go up a little bit, but I'd rather sacrifice that than, than sweating real bad. So and it's easier on the dog, too. Yeah, and you know what? Also, you're looking pretty good today. I've noticed that your hair uh, is washed and uh, it's combed, and you actually have quite a bit of hair because you had gone uh, bald. Uh, in fact, you'd shaved it off, I think. Last summer, yeah. I don't remember when it was, but... Uh, yeah, last summer I shaved it off. You did, okay. And then you grew it back, and then you got new glasses. I mean, you you kind of got a new look going here, almost Brad Pitt-like, yeah. When I when I look close and I and I fog the camera lens over a little bit. What's that? Which we're thinking on the Brad Pitt part. I mean, I don't know if that would be an insult towards him to compare me with Brad Pitt or Josh Dumel or something like or something. But but no, anyway, to get back to the at least we're from the same state. Josh Dumel and us were from the same state, the great state of North Dakota. That's right. That's right. Josh Dumel, indeed, the actor, uh, hails from North Dakota. Why not? Why not North Dakota? Why not? Why not? They say, and I'm not sure why. Why not? It's kind of in the middle of. It's quite a ways out there. Uh, I think. What is it? Oil out there? It's close to it. Yeah. Why not Williston area? Dickinson. All right. Well, today, as Brad said, we're talking disability terms. Now, what does that mean? Well, we did a podcast a while back here, recently, in fact, that um, kind of covered uh, kind of covered that topic in a way. Disability terms, right? I mean, wasn't that what kind of that uh, previous podcast was? Uh, you mean that article in Forbes? Yeah, yeah. Was was that uh, that was? Yeah, that, yeah, like the percentages, and there was a lot of percentages in that article. Well, and this one's a little bit different. This is different because this basically came out, this uh, piece in uh, USA Today in the health and wellness section uh, on the 11th, so very recently. And essentially, it's about disability. And the headline reads, quote, I am not ashamed. And then it's, uh, unquote, disability advocates, experts implore you to stop saying, quote, special needs. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is thinking about uh, changing the way that people, the media, the public, whoever, laws, how they talk, how do they talk about people, how it affects people, how it affects the way people are perceived, how it affects the way people feel, uh, and et cetera. Because you consider yourself disabled, Brad, but do you consider yourself 
as being described as somebody, a special needs person. I mean, sometimes that has a, sometimes that has a connotation or a meaning that, oh, he's obviously, you know, not very smart when they say he's in the special needs class or something, you know, right away, people think it, it goes to mental awareness or intelligence right. uh, when oftentimes it might mean that uh, he can't access the same desk or the same uh, area, you know, as the next guy. Mm-hmm. Or it could be to that, could be to that because of their disability, they need more time to get things done. It could be that they need special equipment that they haven't had particular rooms, so. Sure. So here's kind of the deal. It's uh, disabled and special needs. Going to kind of focus on those two words. And in our daily lives, we may encounter phrases like, quote, I am disabled. Or my child has special needs. And to someone who's not part of the community, in other words, not part of the disabled community, this wording may seem synonymous, like they're the same thing, but it's not. Most experts and advocates, meaning people who are uh, disability advocates, very much oppose the term, quote, special needs, and believe we need to eliminate it from our uh, vernacular, our, uh, the way that we speak. Furthermore, they say avoiding the term disabled only leads to stigmatization. For some, the special the term special needs term feels offensive. Okay. Here is uh, this lady by the by the name of Lizette Torres Gerald, who's a board secretary for the National Coalition for Latin Excess with Disabilities. She says, I am disabled by society due to my impairment. My needs are not, quote, special. They are the same human needs that everyone else has. And I should be able to fully participate in society just as much as the next person. Okay. So from that perspective, she's saying, look, it's not special. I have special needs. I have the same needs everybody else has. So some feel offended by that, Brad, by the term special needs. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes in my case, when I hear that, I understand it, but again, you know, like rubbing your nails against the chalkboard, I get that feeling. I get, I get, uh, your ears are, when you get the sound out of the chalkboard makes you, into kind of queasy kind of like feeling. That's what I sometimes that word special needs sometimes I, I feel the same way she she did. And so um, that's but then I also but then I also understand too that the the quote unquote the public that isn't disabled um shouldn't you know they don't Sometimes they don't know. There it goes again with the my my uh, sole opinion is uh, is the fact that it's a lack of education. 
That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think you might have touched on something there. Lack of education. And as far as that uh, special needs term goes, it says it can also be counterproductive. Now, here's an interesting uh, factoid for you, Brad. Researchers from a 2016 study found people who are referred to as having special needs are seen more negatively than those referred to as having a disability. Well, and that's an interesting statement that says uh, that study revealed that researchers found that people who are referred to as having special needs are seen more negatively than those referred to as having a disability. What do you think about that term, Griggs? Well, I mean, when somebody says special needs, people generally, oh, you know, he's less than a normal person or he's, you know, challenged or not. He's got something wrong with his mind or um, rather than having the term disability, uh, which I guess is a little little less offensive. Uh, you know, I think they're going to get into probably where the heck that word came from anyway. Because you were so, um, quote, unquote, normal before you fell out of a tree. Right. So now, what do, you, what do you think of these terms that since you're in the disabled community and we're glad? I mean, I'm not saying this uh, on a light, on a, uh, not to be funny, but I'm glad to get to meet you on a personal basis because I wouldn't have been able to do it if you weren't in a wheelchair. So No, no, not at all. As far as I'm concerned, so what do you think about? Because you you walked the both sides of the fence. Now, what do you what do you think of these terms? Well, um, I've always you know used the word uh, disability or disabled. Uh, I haven't really used the word special needs because I you know I I've always thought that, that you know was used for a certain segment of society. Here is uh, another individual here that says. Uh, he went viral with the hashtag say the word several years ago in an effort to promote the use of the word disabled. He wrote last year, I use person first language, identity first language, and community first language in rotation interchangeably to honor the origins, intentions, and evolutions of each option. Doesn't matter where the words are, hashtag disabled or hashtag disability are placed as long as they're used, hashtag say the word. Carter Long, uh, communications director for the Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund, says the word disabled connects members of the community, quote, to each other, our common history, and to the lineage of all those who fought, protested, and persisted so that one day we would be proud of disability history too. That's a pretty, uh, pretty big statement there. Yes, it is. He says there is power in the word disabled. He says, I am not ashamed to be disabled. I consider it a difference that allows me to view the world in a different way than other people. Let me read that again. I am not ashamed to be disabled. I consider it a difference that allows me to view the world in a different way than other people. That's probably pretty true, isn't it? Uh, I would say so. 
And here they get into the history of the term special needs. Now, it's not really clear where it originated, but one guy's theory says that it came uh, following the launch of the Special Olympics in the 1960s. You know what those are, Brad, don't you? Oh, sure. Wasn't that started by the Kennedy family? Well, you know, and essentially, yeah, it was to uh, promote involvement of people with disabilities, right? Well, yeah. In the, in, into their own form of Olympics. Yes. But was it, but was it, wasn't there members of the family uh, mentally challenged? I think so. Uh, so they're saying that's maybe where it came came from. The National Center on Disability said that special needs, quote, was popularized in the United States in the early 20th century during a push for special needs education to serve people with all kinds of disabilities. So in other words, in the education system, um, there was a, a push to accommodate people that had disabilities. So um, they kind of coined the term special needs as a way to, you know, group in people of all kinds of disabilities, whatever they might be. Data shows that it uh, permeated the public consciousness over the last few decades. Special needs has grown increasingly popular in books the past several decades, while, quote, handicapped has decreased significantly. So they're saying that special needs has grown in books and the use of the word handicapped has decreased. I don't, I, I don't see how that can be, though, because I would think that there all depends on, that all depends on, I suppose, the part of the country you're in, you know, or part of the world that you're in. Because I don't, I don't go around and call myself a special needs person, I call myself a disabled person, or differently able to something, but not special needs. You know, they say the term is not a legal one. It says here, it in fact, it only appears about a dozen times across thousands of pages of laws in the United States. Never once are children with disabilities or adults with disabilities referred to as children with special needs or adults with special needs. According to the study, Individuals with disabilities are always referred to in U.S. law as individuals with disabilities. There's a lady who, uh, who has a daughter that's disabled. She points out that people with disabilities are entitled to certain rights as a result, from movie theater seating to Medicaid and more. Special needs doesn't offer the same legal protections. So, yeah, heck, I enjoy that. I feel like Bob Euchre when he said, I must be in the front row. I get the front row. I get the front seat. I get the front parking spot. I mean, I, that's uh, certain privileges, right, Brad? Yeah. Heck, I take advantage of that. So do I. Um, only because, only because we, um, like my, uh, like my dad always used to tell me, you deserve it. <laughs> but, <laughs> But, um, yeah, because you've gone through a lot of, in his words, hell in your life with surgery and all that stuff. So uh, that's what he thought. You know, when 
Well, I don't think people need to be ashamed or embarrassed to take in advantage of all the rights and uh, privileges that are afforded people with disabilities. I mean, that's what it's for. So hold your head up and go in strong and be happy that you're in the front row, doggone it. That's exactly it. Here it says, special needs has actually become a, quote, dysphemism. Look at that word. Dysphemism. Can you say that? Nope. <laughs> dysphemism. A derogatory term as opposed to a softer one, like saying loony bin instead of hospital. Okay. So, in other words, they're saying somebody with special needs rather than disability is like saying the loony bin instead of saying the mental hospital. Okay. A disabled artist, this gentleman, Quinn West, living in Chicago, grew up to a mainstream school, going to a mainstream school, and felt the impact of the term special needs. He says, abled people assume that saying special means a good special. When disabled kids who went through the system know that kids would use special as an insult. West says it makes those who are disabled sound like an extra burden when that's not the case. I'm deaf, he says. So like everyone else, I need communication. That need isn't anything extraordinary. It's the same need for human connection, but I just need an accommodation to do so. He grew up in a mainstream school and he's saying that uh, he didn't like the term special needs because uh, the kids who went through the system knew that kids would use special as an insult. Oh, he's special. He's got special needs, you know. Well, and, and really here, I guess the main theme of this so far has been to say the word disabled or disability. Nyla Morton, she's a 22-year-old college student and a disabled advocate and a model in South Carolina, says that words matter. She says it's okay to say disabled and disability. Those words aren't bad. The only reason they are seen as bad is because of the able normative view of disability. I agree. So she's saying it's okay. Hey, it's all right to say disabled or disability. Just don't make them a bad word. No. And there's the young lady is right there. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, she is, and she's a model. Yeah. Does it say whether she has CP or what kind of disability she has? I don't think so. I didn't see it anyway. Unless it, it might say it on their Twitter feed. Yeah, she's on Instagram there. But it doesn't say whether she's, uh, yeah, what the actual disability is. What parents say about their children with disabilities, that's a topic. Parents may be more comfortable using, quote, special needs, but their children most likely won't take that with them into adulthood. While it is used by parents of disabled kids, as those kids become young adults, they do not use this term, special needs. Um, Smith doesn't want her disabled daughter, Claire, to have, quote, special treatment. Her daughter simply requires extra support. And the daughter probably doesn't want special treatment, right? Right. I mean, most people, as far as I know, 
like to be as independent as possible and would not like to be pampered or otherwise treated differently than other people, you know, just because it's, it calls you out, you know, or it separates you out or singles you out or whatever. She says, I think it's really important that non-disabled people, people who don't know people with disabilities, understand that I'm not really asking for anything that special for my daughter. I'm just asking that she's able to participate in her community, in life, on an equal basis as other kids. Yes. It doesn't appear, doesn't appear, at least I heard this from my parents all the time. Um, their mission in life is to make their kids um, more try to get them um, a, a better, more, more of a better life than they, they had, you know. So, and I think that's what he's saying here. He's just saying, you know, hey, my kid's just as normal as the next kid. You know what I mean? So, you know. So. Well, that that statement uh, you hear, uh, oh, you know, quite often. Yeah. That um, that it's important for non-disabled people or people who don't know anybody with disability. Yeah. They understand that she's not asking for anything special for her daughter. She's just asking that she's able to participate as other kids. And I think that's what people are asking for. Just to be part of society, part of a community on an equal basis. Yeah. And just to kind of recap, folks, I mean, this is an article that we've been referring, and we'll probably try to find a way to share that uh, as we can. Uh, an article that came out of the uh, USA Today, out of the health and wellness section. Uh, the writer was David Oliver, okay? And the title, once again, was, I am not ashamed. Disability advocates, experts implore you to stop saying special needs. And the uh, last place we left off was where um, this, uh, the daughter, or this parent had a daughter. And um, she said she didn't necessarily want her daughter to have special treatment. Um, her idea was that she believed that non-disabled people, people don't have a clue uh, about that issue, uh, just kind of understand that um, people aren't really asking for anything that special just uh, to be able to participate, you know, so more or less, um, you know, a disability. Here it says, parents who adopt to use the term are not coming from a bad place. The term being, meaning uh, special needs. Parents like all of us, are prone to adopt whatever is common in the ecosystem that surrounds them. So in other words, and since most folks aren't born into disabled families, it's no surprise that they just adopt whatever their friends and neighbors do, even if it is unintentionally bigoted, even if it harms their kids in ways they don't quite understand. Uh, here's something, Brad, I think we'll be able to 
uh, chew on and unpack a little bit called what you should be saying instead. According to the National Center on Disability and Journalism, uh, recommends never using it. Our, our advice, avoid the term special needs. Disabled is acceptable in most contexts, but we advise asking the person to whom you're referring what they prefer. So on that front, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on if you look at the National Center on Disability and Journalism, who I don't know who they are, uh, but they're recommending never to use it. And I mean, that's their perspective, but I don't know anything about them. Now, here's a Metro reporter with the LA Times. Okay, Sonia Sharp. Again, I don't know what her credentials are to be able to weigh in on this subject, but she prefers identity first language. So identity first language would be considered the quote disabled over person with disabilities. It's cleaner, it's simpler, and it's more reflective of my reality, Sharp says. The law defines me as disabled, okay? So I'm not a person with a disability, I'm disabled. I'm Sonia Sharp, I'm disabled. For her, disability is at the core of her identity. For every significant experience, school, friendship, puberty, sex, career, marriage, motherhood, has been shaped by this body, made different because of this body. I am disabled the way I am Jewish. Intrinsic and inseparable from me. Think about that. That's quite a statement. But remember, we, we, we kind of got to want to the beginning of the show where, you know, I think it's, it's basically words that we're comfortable with. What do you think about that? Well, I think people are going to get offended by, some people are going to get offended by everything, but it's a matter of kind of trying to find the line of what makes sense and what is uh, going to be the term going forward. I think you hear it, you know, less and less special needs unless it's for people who actually, you know, maybe are uh, mentally um, challenged or something like that. Um, In some circles of the country, um, People use the word uh, "gimp." I do. Uh, I do amongst myself. But in public, I use "disabled." Um, I guess once in a while, all of us use special needs. But um, I told you about a phone call that I got the other day. This, um, Person was asking asking me about her, her neighbor's child, you know, or excuse me, her friend's child. She didn't know she had CP or not. She said special needs when she was talking about that particular person. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think it's like. Like it says in the articles, 
what you're basically around, you know, what you hear every day. So you pick up on it. Well, it seems like, you know, you talk to different groups, you listen to different uh, podcasts and they're kind of, they differ a little bit from one to one, you know, I mean, some people don't like the disabled moniker, cripples, crips, gimps, gimpster. We use that, you and I, among ourselves. I call you gimp. You say, hey, gimpster, you're more gimpy than I. And we're the gimp club. But we're a community. And um, I don't think anybody that's, uh, quote, disabled is going to take offense by the word gimp unless they're you know pretty formal and, and real serious about things. But uh, you can't take yourself too seriously. I mean, it doesn't matter if you've been disabled yesterday, if you were born with it. If you just found out about it, if you just found out about some disability that you got, some disease, some syndrome, um, I mean, you or just... You, or if you were in a car accident, uh, in that case, you're just uh, lucky to be alive. You know, you still, I tell people all the time, you still have your mind and you can still hear and talk. It's because you can't walk like you did uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, yes, it's tough. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't wish any disability, any disability of any kind on anybody, not even my worst enemy. But uh, um, well. It happens. Sometimes it happens where people get in car accidents or even a bike accident, you know, riding bikes, swooping and falling off a bike. You can uh, mess yourself up that way. So God only knows. So. Well, on the bottom line is uh, I think this probably it's debatable, this article when it says disability advocates and experts uh, want you to stop saying special needs. And I guess the real reason they're saying that is because um, what I gather, the parents or the people don't want to give out the appearance that, look, I have special needs over and above what are normal. Special to who? Yeah, I get that. I get that. I understand it. And I think what they're saying is disabled is fine. I am a disabled person and I have a need for a larger screen. It doesn't mean I have a special need. I have a need because I'm different than that boy or that girl over there. The deal is, is a lot of these people are saying just do not uh, feel ashamed or feel Basically, the premise is not be ashamed of disability or being disabled or yeah. saying that you're disabled, somebody saying you're disabled, uh, comparing it to special needs. So basically, a person can be disabled. They can be independent. They can have freedom. Uh, they can scream and yell. And they, uh, they may need the Rice Krispie bars handed to them from the top shelf, but that doesn't mean they have special needs. Right, we all we all need help somewhere down the road, no matter how, uh, what kind of person we are, whether we're uh, 
Michael Jordan, whether we're... Um, we all need help. That's, that's yeah, the deal, Brad. Yeah, I mean, we all need a certain amount yeah. of help. And to all you folks and listeners out there, you know, do what you can. You're going to do what you can and don't be uh, down about things that you can't do or that you aren't. Be excited about who you are, things that you are, things that you can do, things that may require help. Yes, things that further your envelope, your window, your, your world, your outside, um, your ability to go out and meet other people and just enjoy God's world and be and experience the freedom that you can. No matter what the monikers are, no matter what the words are, the terms, uh, you agree, Greg, our job is to uh, to break down the barriers that are out there in nature and say, hey, I did that. You know, I um, I went fishing for the first time. Darn, I enjoyed it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so do the thing you enjoy doing, man. Just like Greg said, enjoy the time you have on this earth, because God needs to do the, the best being anybody ever could. So, and we um, enjoy that every day, like it's, it's the greatest day in the world. So, and that's what people have to do, even though you are have a little inconvenience. No big deal, everybody has one. Well, and the bottom line is things happen really fast. Disability happens fast. Uh, death happens fast. Uh, everything happens fast. So the bottom line is, yeah, you have to enjoy. If you can, just put in your mind that uh, to enjoy the time that you have, to enjoy the day, to enjoy the uh, event, whatever, just take some time to just relish in that moment because um, things can be taken away so quickly from us. People others, uh, ourselves. So I know it's a struggle. I struggle. Brad struggles. We all have struggles. Whether we're special needs people, whether we're disabled people, or whether we're gimps, crimps, or anything in between, we all have the same basic human needs, the same human functions and desires, because we're all one people, no matter where we are on the earth Everybody listening else. to this program. So what do you think? What are your some of your clo closing thoughts on this about uh, special needs uh, and the word disability or disabled and and kind of the things like that that just have to go with uh, how people feel about themselves? I, I think it really, my personal opinion, I like disabled better than special needs. I call myself a, a disabled person. I mean, I know you do too. I rather, like I said, I rather use the disabled to um, classify what I am. I like the word better. Special needs seems like we're special. There's, we're all special. We all have. We all have uh, special. Each one of us has a special quality among, you know, amongst ourselves. So. Each person is special on this earth, as far as I can tell. And uh, 
You know, some of us are singers, some of us are actors. There's a special quality towards everyone that, you know, there's a special quality. Greg is a great communicator. I guess I'm a great thinker. I'm a great idea man. So, and I try to get along with everybody that, uh, that I run across, and I believe so does Greg, and uh, you gotta remember, you know, if we didn't have, if, if we were all the same, it would, this world would be pretty boring. So, you know, each of us is special. How about you, Mr. Mungo? Well, and I think people need to get out there or get in there, even where they're at. If they don't, uh, if they live alone, they can do this. They can ask their cat or dog or their spouse or their friend. Uh, just ask somebody, uh, make a difference in their day. Make it seem like you care. Because if you ask a question, even if you ask a question and you really don't mean it, just force yourself to ask it and say, how was your day today? How did your day go? Ask that to somebody. Somebody might be having a down day. You don't know what kind of day anybody's had. But if you ask them, how did your day go today? It's one question that makes people believe that somebody really is interested in, uh, in what they're feeling and what their day was like. And you can, you can have a good effect, a positive effect by just asking people. And if it was a bad day, they might be able to vent on you and just open up and release some of that and say, boy, I feel good now that you asked me that. So, yeah, so that's they, kind of the tip of the day. Yeah, but also, and also too, uh, it kind of follows what you just, that I'm saying is, make sure you, um, if you talk to a loved one, every day, if you talk to a loved one, tell them that you love them because you never know if you're gonna make it back because you can get in a car accident or something can happen. So just make sure you tell everybody that you love them, all your loved ones, hey, how's your day? So let people that you really care about tell them that you love them. So yeah, that's very key, very key. And on that note, on that note of love. I think we're going to go ahead and maybe wrap this one up. It's been a great conversation today about this whole vigorous debate about special needs. Don't say that, say this, say disabled. So we'd be interested to see, hear a lot of what your comments are, folks. I mean, uh, go ahead and, and send an email and just send us your comments that say, hey, uh, I believe this or I believe that. Um, you can text us. You can email us. Email address is bg. Marlborough at gmail.com. That's B G as in Gabe. Marlborough is M A R L B O R O. Marlborough. So B G Marlborough at gmail.com. Let Brad know your thoughts, what your input is on the show. You can also call Brad. Call Brad. Brad is in the central time zone in North Dakota. His phone number is 701-252-8560. And Brad's the type of guy that likes to talk. He likes to hear from people. He has a lot to say. He likes to hear ideas and input, what your thoughts are. So please try and reach. So on that note, don't be shy. Uh, go to the, uh, go to the uh, nonprofit 
face or nonprofit. Yeah, the nonprofit Facebook page is Panmole, right? Polly yeah. Ann Newmiller Memorial Organization. Follow the Facebook. Uh, for sure, follow this podcast and go up to the website too, panmoorg.org. Panmoorg.org is an organization, uh, 501c3, established by Brad Gabrielson uh, this fall uh, during COVID. He is working on uh, bringing ramps to people who need ramps. And he's also looking at uh, bringing a, uh, a two-day concert event to help raise funds to supply equipment to the disabled uh, as well. And so donations of, uh, of any kind uh, are welcome. Uh, you can go to the website and just clue, you can clue, choose donate, donate now and uh, put your funds in there. Or you can go ahead and uh, submit funds to, uh, um, otherwise you could send a check or money order to Gate City Bank. And that is in Jamestown, North Dakota, 58401. And just put Panmo on there or Polly Ann Newmiller. Memorial organization. It will get there just fine. We are trying to uh, raise the funds that we need folks to make things happen in the lives of others who, who are deserved. So keep that in mind as you uh, listen and, and browse around the uh, Panmo enterprise as it were. And so Brad, I think it's time to, it's Friday. I think it's time to shed her on out of here. Yeah. Everybody have a, everybody out there have a great Mother's Day. That's a father. You have a good Father's Day too as well, Greg. And, and thank you for another episode of Living with the Disability No Big Deal podcast. Thank you all and God bless. And see you later. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living with a Disability No Big Deal, sponsored by Rollaramp. This podcast features Brad Gabrielson, who encourages everyone with a disability to live life to the fullest. Rollaramp is a global company based in North Dakota, dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal.